0: This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered.
1: Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. here at 700 a.m. KSEV. The Voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti.
0: Hey, 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 hey. It's Frank and Francis uh Francis Riley, uh, we're here tonight, uh, I told Steve, uh, is he, we're, he's like the Maytag rep- repair man. there's nobody else working on these shows tonight, but nobody gave me the, the notice letter that I could take the day off, and if I don't get a notice letter that I can take the day off, actually I did get kind of a notice, a, a little bit of an email from Steve, but I didn't understand not working, Sorry. I don't work work for the government. I work for myself, and I even pay to work. That's a real switch, isn't it? I'm working tonight, and I'm paying for it, too. How about that? Somehow I got this backwards. I should be at home, and I should be waiting for my government check. Anyway, I want to thank all y'all that are listening to me tonight. If there's anybody out there and you're not all hung over from whatever that chemical is in Turkey that makes you, like, pass out and, grow feathers and and start <laughs> clucking around but uh, but but anyway the point is uh we're here tonight and uh uh Mauricio was supposed to be here but he, uh he is a wall uh maybe he got the government check and so and so if Facebook is listening to any of this uh, uh, apparently we won't have be having Facebook tonight um my point is and if Mauricio shows up I'll give everybody a heads up uh, but anyway, the point is, uh, we got a couple subjects to talk about. And, I, you know, over the holiday, you know, when things slow up a little bit uh, for uh, guys like me, uh, you know, uh, holidays are a time to reflect on some things. And in this particular uh, situation here, we're reflecting on Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is. Uh, uh, you know, time to give thanks for all kinds of things. But it also allows me to reflect on where we stand in life and what what what, what what's important in life. Uh, and it also gives me time to think about where we are, like, in the universe of what we are dealing with, which is called the planet Earth, and particularly the United States of America, which is where we're broadcasting from, and which is where uh, I choose to live, <clears throat> at least for now. Uh, and what I what I came up with was that that there were a lot of things. If we, I, I'm, you know, in other shows, I've talked a lot about wanting to connect the dots, and the dots are in this reflection are becoming clearer and clearer to me. But I, tonight, you know, you can call us at two eight one. Five five eight five seven three eight. If you want to talk to us and tell us what you want to give thanks for, or give us any subjects that you want to talk about, because it's going to be a relatively low key show. But I am going to talk about this subject, and that is uh, what went on when I in this New York Times story. And you know, I used to get the New York Times all the time. And the whole, don't hang up on me or turn the show off. But I got it because. I read all kinds of stuff, okay. I mean, I've read, Karl, you know, I've read Karl Marx, but I'm not a Marxist. I've read Malcolm X, but I'm not a, a, a black Muslim. Uh, I, 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 I've read all kinds of things because I like to understand ideas, people's ideas. I did cancel the subscription to the New York Times because of the ridiculous positions they were taking over the last year. I just couldn't no longer support that, even though I did like to read the art section about the plays and what's going on in New York and all the rest. But since New York just went to hell, <clears throat> New York Times went to hell with it, uh, I wasn't willing to support it. But I did see this article because it came up on the na- on some national broadcasts about uh, the, sale of the, the sale of the cobalt mine by Freeport McMoran to the Chinese in the Congo. Okay? Now you're sitting here going, what the hell? Frank's talking about the Congo tonight? Well, because it's connected with other dots, and I'm going to take a little bit of time in a few minutes to try to explain some of that. In this particular uh, uh, transaction, uh, let me give you a little bit of history. Freeport McMoran was a huge international mining company. Freeport McMoran. Was based part of it in New Orleans, Louisiana, but their founder was a well-known uh, explorer of minerals, Freeport MacMoran, uh, in the in eighties the and nineties, were uh, as was the United States, okay, and in the sixties and seventies, as was the United States looking for mineral resources worldwide, particularly mineral resources like cobalt, copper. What, what what I used to talk about or studied years ago, what I called strategic minerals. Uh, <clears throat> now, back then they were talking about strategic minerals that were on the ocean floor. And I, that's one of the reasons I went in and did a lot of maritime law and studied in London and all that stuff. But uh, now we're talking about just land-based strategic minerals. <clears throat> Freeport-McMoran, through great efforts by the United States government, uh, I think it was under Nixon, uh, obtained the purchase of the purchase of this mine in the Congo. It was the Congo was formerly known as Zaire and there were wars going on there. We were fighting the leftists over there. The CIA was over there. They were basically trying to defeat the leftist rebels and we had, you know, proxy wars like we're seeing now in Somalia and other places <coughs> and or we've even seen in Afghanistan and I'm going to tie that together with you in a minute. But that proxy war was being fought fought, and the U.S. government and the CIA and the private companies were really wanting that strategic mine of cobalt that was located. It was, you know, highest grade cobalt in the world. Uh, The United States has some cobalt, but it's like I forget the factor. It's like five or ten to one as pure, as, as good as the cobalt from the Congo. And so basically Freeport, uh, the, the, the government of the Congo was going to give the concession to a Belgium company, Canadian company was chasing it. And then after a visit to the United States and a little trip on a boat on the Potomac River, the leader of the Congo gave the concession to the American company Freeport McMoran. Uh, for like, I forget what it was, 56, roughly 56, 57%. And another percentage went to the Canadian company. And then there was like 17% or so that the Congo uh, got as an override interest in it. I, I use that word not in a technical sense. And so basically it was dominated by uh, the, the American company. And over the years, that American company developed that to be the most efficient mining Operation for Cobalt really in the world. Now Freeport mcmoran as we get into the uh, 2000s and 90s and 2000s, started to bet on oil, so they basically were moving into offshore oil. And I can I know that personally because I believe we had a couple some cases against them as they were obtaining leases for offshore oil. Well, when the price of oil dropped. Freeport MacMoran was in a uh, financial crunch and so they decided uh, that they wanted to sell this uh, strategic mine in uh, in uh, the Congo. And who was the bidder, who were the effectively the only bidders for that mine were the communist Chinese, the CCP, okay? Or CCP companies. Uh, and the result was Freeport-McMoran sold that mine to the communist Chinese companies and lost that advantage. Now, let me give you another little backstory. On the board of Freeport-McMoran for years was Henry Kissinger. And Henry Kissinger is, is clearly a globalist. <clears throat> He's the one that originally initiated this failed strategy with China where we basically created a Frankenstein monster that's consuming us and will destroy the castle of Frankenstein the the doctor Frankenstein and so what you've got here is uh, uh, you have you have this mine being sold to the Chinese now what happens now all of a sudden as you know in recent years we have this 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 absolute... Drum, drum beat for a Green New Deal, Green, uh, uh, electric cars. Biden showing up for electric cars up at some Ford or GM plant uh, over this holiday. Everybody wants us to have electric cars. Well, cobalt is one of the items, along with lithium, that go into the making of electric car batteries. And the most advanced technology, as you know for that, is in the largest producer of, of batteries for electric cars, And that's in China, another Chinese company. Now, dovetail that in with another war that we had in Afghanistan. And what happened in that war? We basically left that country. We won't talk about the ridiculousness of the evacuation. But they did leave a $3 trillion, uh, I think it's lithium, a lithium mine over there. Uh, that was basically now under contract to a Chinese company again, for for electric car batteries, and and those batteries can be used in any other kinds of things that have to do obviously with elect using the electrical system to power things rather than oil and gas, and all of this, that was one that was two, number three. What about ha- what happened in the Iraq War? We fought that war. Our brave soldiers, men and women. Died in that war, a stupid war, as I, in my opinion, because we could have used him as a counterbalance to Iran and we wouldn't have had to do anything but use him as a proxy fighter. And, But instead, we go over there, spend all that American money, another war that was orchestrated, and at the, at the end of the day, what happened? At the end of the day, we left there, we didn't keep any oil, and again, we gave up the mineral resources. Is there a pattern here? There's a pattern of a strategic governments, both Democrat and Republican, that are not looking out for the American interest. and And, and we know that now. Well, we see it now. But I'm telling you, this has been going on for 20 years. They are strategically selling out the United States and its power for money. Okay? And we're using our own, and this may not be only because of money, we know we the CIA was involved in, in what happened in the wars to get the mine in, in the Congo. Maybe, how do we know? And I don't know, what if it was the CIA instrumental in getting Freeport back around to sell the mine? We know Hunter Biden was. Hunter Biden had a percentage of the Chinese company that bought the mine in the Congo. Are we starting to see a pattern here? The pattern is what what would you know? I hate to use his name because so many people like, you know, tell me, oh my God, you can't mention him, you know, whatever. The pattern here, like Trump, there's a deep state and that deep state has a strategic goal. And that goal is not to have the United States of America be number one in the world, not to be independent. I'm going to take a call and then I'm going to come back to this subject because Tracy's been hanging on a long time. But we're taking a break and we'll pick up Tracy right after the break. Tracy hang on there. We're not we're not leaving you hanging. All right.
1: this is Brian Kilmeade, tune in every weekday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for the Brian Kilmeade radio show on AM 700 KSEV, the Voice of Texas.
2: This app is changing the way you
0: think about
3: weather. Welcome to a whole new world. Heading out for the holidays? Future View
1: gives you a long-range look so you can travel these.
3: Weather just got a little more interesting.
0: Download now at foxweather.com. All American Christmas, a new book written by Rachel Campos Duffy and Sean Duffy. Celebrate the season with some of your favorite Fox News personalities as they share their personal stories, treasured memories, and family traditions. Buy your copy of All American Christmas at foxnewsbooks.com.
1: Are you a veteran who served offshore of the Republic of Vietnam between 1962 and 1975? Blue Water Navy veterans and their family members may now qualify for compensation and survivor benefits for health conditions linked to herbicide exposure such as Agent Orange. To learn more, call 1-800-749-8387 or go to va.gov and search Blue Water Navy. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. This is Kevin O'Hara with O'Hara & Company Real Estate. At O'Hara & Company Real Estate, we believe in God, family, and country. In the past 50 years, people have been trying to remove all three of those from our thinking. Fight for what you believe in and protect your freedoms before they're all taken away. Don't let anyone infringe on your rights. If you need a real estate company, call O'Hara & Company Real Estate, 281-373-3393, or look us up on the web at oharare.com. I'm Kevin O'Hara, God bless America, and God bless Texas. Phone lines are open now.
0: Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Here we go, squeeze box tonight. (laughs) That's loaded even goodies got a squeeze box she wears on her chest and when daddy comes home he never gets no rest cause she's all night and the music's alright mama's got a squeeze box daddy never sleeps at night okay steve we can rock on but we're gonna have to take tracy on live one hey tracy
3: I would never leave you, Frank.
0: Uh, well, good. I didn't know anything else but to go to work, even though it's the Friday after uh, after Thanksgiving. I give thanks for being able to have a work work, even if I'm paying you to be and here.
3: Francis Riley have a great work
0: ethic. <laughs> Me and who? We
4: appreciate
0: you. Me and who?
3: Francis Riley. Oh,
0: Francis Riley. Yeah, that's right. He he's not getting paid either. <laughs>
3: Okay, so before I get to the topic that I gave your producer, I want to say, Hunter Biden, unlike Barisma, at least with uh, cobalt, Hunter <coughs> has some expertise because he's a famous painter, don't you know? And cobalt blue is one of the essential colors in a good artist's palette. Yes, and yes. then there's lithium. Which is in a lot of psychotropic drugs for treating people with, you know, who fried their brain, so he knows all about that as well.
0: Absolutely, I mean, and what we we're talking about here is, we're gonna we're gonna go on from that, but but what what were the? I'm gonna talk about what you just talked about when we go back to the subject matter. But you wanted to talk about something about Pfizer.
3: I want to talk about the panic at Pfizer.
0: Yeah, tell me about because that
3: because. With this latest uh, new strain of COVID, new strain of interest, you know, which they now are already saying the the vaccine doesn't work. And so you should rush out and get the vaccine and then get the boosters as well. And that's because Pfizer has made all of this stuff and they've got to get it off the shelves.
0: Oh yeah. Well, let me tell you something else that came up that you'll find interesting about Pfizer. You might have seen it, but the FDA is trying to get some kind of a ruling passed, and it's either going to be administrative or maybe some other way. Maybe they'll try to do it legislatively, but I think it'd be administrative, where they want to give Pfizer 55 years of immu- of total immunity oh, yeah. on these on these shots. Geez, does that raise any suspicion? Well, it doesn't make any difference. I'm not going to be around 55 years from now.
3: But not just in What about friends. the children?
0: What about the children? They
3: the records for 55 That's years. That's
0: right. Right, but what about the children? It's and, all
3: bullshit, right? Well, they don't have any games.
0: <laughs> oh, she, he cut you off because you said BS, okay? You got to say BS. Not, not well, You're not banned forever, but you did make a mistake tonight. Steve's okay with that. Sorry, Tracy. Let's take Adele on line, uh, on line two. Hey, Adele.
4: Did you have a great uh, turkey day?
0: I did. I did. I, I ate too much, and uh, uh, I didn't drink too much because I don't know. What that, <laughs> I never <laughs> happened before. It never uh, happened. Uh, I,
4: I want to say something kind of radical, but it, it's it's good, you know, Uh uh, Frank, you know how they took Aunt, Aunt Jemima off the packages, and they took uh, Land of Lakes, and and now they're taking the statutes down, and yeah. all this garbage. You know, it's all garbage. You know, it's all history. It's all uh, stuff that we've had for years and years and years and years. When I'm looking for a pancake, I go t- straight to Aunt Jemima's, and now there's no Aunt Jemima on the box, you know. But anyway. I, anyway, I stopped buying gonna-
0: it. I stopped buying Land of Lakes. I'll buy the other butter that's in there, or whatever, if I'm buying butter. I will not buy their product anymore. I stopped.
4: No, me neither. Me neither. I don't buy Land of Lakes anymore. But anyway, what I want to tell you, if they're going to do it, let's do it all the way around, all the way around. Okay. And I'm sorry. I love Jesus Christ. I pray to Jesus Christ. You know, he is my one and only God. I don't have any idols. I don't nothing, you know, and I do know scripture. Okay. If if they're going to take all this mess down, take all the white Jesuses down and put a, a Middle Eastern Jesus up. And when you read Revelations 1, 14 and 15, it describes Jesus. You know, it's a description. At the very end, it says that his feet are like burnt iron. What does burnt iron look like?
0: Black. Oh, it's black, yeah.
4: And when you read Solomon, the Song of Solomon, the first chapter five and six, it tell he tell he's telling you, I am black, I am black. You know, when you open the first page in Matthew, God is giving you the bloodline of Jesus Christ. Okay, so so if Jesus Christ is from the tribe of Judah, uh, Judah was uh, what the fourth son of. Uh, of uh jacob so when you stop and think about all of this jacob was was brought was evidently black you know well i don't and, know and and in in hebrews god tells you uh christ sprung from the tribe of judah okay and and i do know a lot of script a lot of scripture i love scripture frank i love it i pray to god and I'm praying for all this mess, and I feel like one of my prayers got answered. Well, Lena Hidalgo is in, under investigation for two for two, two things. I don't know what. Usually they go on the radio and they start to tell it, and then they stop telling it.
0: I don't think anything's going to happen regarding that, but I will tell you this. that w- Getting back to your talking about uh, Jesus and white Jesus and whatever. I mean, to me, it doesn't matter what color Jesus is. It, it, it matters what he was, what he was preaching, and and that he was the Son of God. Right, okay. right.
4: But what I'm getting at—they're taking, they're taking all of this stuff. I got down, it. You know,
0: I got it. But here, I want you to hear this. The one thing I am upset about is that at Catholic University in Washington D.C., where they have the National Cathedral for Catholics, some idiot. Uh, who was in charge of their administration posted a painting showing Jesus as that fella Floyd who got shot up there in Minnesota.
4: Oh my god.
0: And and look, oh. I'm not, I don't want to get into the whole Floyd thing, but I can tell you that he wasn't Jesus and I don't think that we should be depicting Jesus as as these uh, you know in, in terms of our modern uh, trying to morph it into our modern uh political issues now George now George Floyd was a situation and you can be on whatever side you want to be on in on that but it was an action that was either criminal or not criminal it was not racial okay just like the thing with Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't racial okay (laughs) yes
4: Frank But, Frank, and and Jesus tells us the road is narrow and thin, and very few will find it, okay? He does tell us this, you know? So can you imagine when we see a white Jesus coming from the sky and everybody runs to him? Can you imagine the bamboozlement? How many people are going to go to hell because of this?
0: Yeah, well, I don't know whether or not, uh, maybe Jesus will come in multicolors. I have no idea. Uh,
4: no, that's not what I'm getting at. I'm getting <laughs> it that it's going to be one of their little plays against us.
0: Oh, I get it. I get it. But, I mean, I think all this talk about color and race, I mean, I understand your points. They're well taken. But I'm tired, uh, not not to and, you, Adele, but in general. Frank,
4: Frank, I, I, in 1955, I was a little first grader. And and I am Latina. I am Hispanic. Right. I am fluent in Spanish. Right. Let me tell you something, Frank. We were ostracized too. We had to get in line with the right uh, color. If we didn't, the teachers would beat us up. You oh. know. And we didn't. We didn't have any recourse. They used to throw us in the closet with our mouths taped when the soldiers and the police were walking the the, the hallways. So whoever says that we were not part of the uh, segregation and desegregation. That's a lie. Look, uh, I was a little six year old and Adele. I was part of the segregation you experienced and the desegregation. It.
0: You experienced it. I saw it myself. I mean, you know, I mean if you look at me now I look I look you know, pretty white if when I get a tan, which isn't that often. But my father was very olive skinned and my on my father's side they were not, you know, what you think of as white. Uh, they were they were Italians and they were they were discriminated against too. every all, we all have had struggles but the point is the United States of America has allowed all of us with these different struggles but, but and why impediments They're
4: giving them $450,000 apiece for criminals for criminally entering our country.
0: I know Adele, the reason they're giving it to them is because they want to keep the flow going because it's how they're going to dilute your vote. That's what they're doing. They're diluting your vote, and they're doing it over time. And and, and the enemies of this country don't operate on a two-year or four-year election cycle. This, What's going on with this country and its dismantling has been in the works for probably 30 years or more.
4: And, Frank, we couldn't ride the bus. We had to go to the very, very back of the bus, too. You know, we couldn't ride up in the front. You know, so so the, they did the same thing to us, only it's been very, very well hidden. They did it to the Italians too, Frank. Yes, I, I know. I have a friend that's an Italian, and they did it to her too.
0: I understand, but you know, they did it to the Irish, you know. They did it to the Irish, and they were, in, they were white, but they hated right. them when they came over too. Well, that's what I'm trying to say, but this country allows you to move forward, and we're stronger together, and we shouldn't be separating ourselves, and they're using these different... Divides to try to absolutely destroy this country, but what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving, Adele, is that we're talking about this tonight, and I feel I feel a movement in this country where people have had enough of that kind of division,
4: right? And, and Malthus. Have you business. read Malthus?
0: Uh, yes, I have at times.
4: Malthus, yes. how it talks about Kennedy that Kennedy should have never been in the presidency because he was he was an Irish, you know? He was oh no, they great. didn't want him
0: because they thought he reported to the Pope. Uh, I don't think that was necessarily happening because he led a kind of interesting lifestyle, you know, with Marilyn Monroe and others. <laughs> well, and then, well, uh, see, to
4: each his own, you know. N- nobody infiltrates yeah. in my private life, in my love life, That's in right. my whatever, you know. Uh, and you know, and you know, I'm not trying to be ugly, Frank. Facts are facts. I get to it. Each his own. I agree. You know, if you if you want to go with with Jean-Franc Gabor, more power to you.
0: No, she's a little old for me now.
4: No, she she's already deceased now. <laughs> well, know,
0: that's what still. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but
4: still, you know, if I want if I wanted to 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 get to know Elvis Presley, more power to me. You know, what the heck do they want to tell us? Who we can talk to? I agree. To and I, who we can. I agree and with we're all women that, Adele. And we're not men. And
0: all right, we're not women. Adele, I got to run. Thank you so much for calling. I always love talking to you, and keep on checking in with us. Your ideas are great. Thanks. Have a great weekend. All right. What do you have to say about all that? <laughs> we we traveled from the Congo <laughs> That's a
1: Pinball Wizard. We traveled
0: from the Congo to Black Jesus to uh George Floyd becoming Jesus. Well, I mean, basically it was an attempt to deify him and basically I, I it was a terrible thing that happened there. Whether I mean it was obviously you know determined that there was a murder but <clears throat> but you know, they were disputed facts about it. And then the jury decided, okay. And that's the way our system works. No other country are you going to get that kind of justice that happened in the Floyd situation. It happened in the Rittenhouse situation. It happened in the situation in Georgia. And, you know, and, and that's what's amazing to me. I was on the Isaiah, Isaiah Carey show last week and people were of course applauding that, uh, that jury, applauding that jury verdict in Georgia, uh, on Isaiah's show. Uh, and, uh, all the other guests were black guests and I was uh, the only white guest. And I basically said, yeah, I agree. I mean, the jury verdict came down, uh, likely correctly. I said, but in some instances, what you we've done is we've heightened this racial issue to the point of people sitting on a razor's edge and there's no excuse for it, but they divided us up into camps. So much that now you have these kinds of things happening where, you know, if you see a, you know, see a black person in a white neighborhood in Georgia, and of course they have a history of it there, but nevertheless, they overcame it and they proved it by the jury verdict, which mostly white people only one black on the jury. There there was bitching going on before the jury verdict came in because they said, you know, there were too many whites on the jury. Well, the, white, the whites voted for the conviction of all three of those fellas that were involved in stalking that guy. Okay, so be it. That's the way it is. The jury verdict comes down. Now there'll be appeals and it will be scrutinized. And that's our system of justice. And it works better than any other system of justice in any part of the world. How much justice happened in China when the woman accused a high-ranking Communist Party official of, Uh, sexual harassment, and she was a high-ranking tennis player, she just disappeared. I don't think anybody's seen her in person since. They put out some Zoom on her. That's a nice system of justice. But, you know, they're starting to do that in the United States of America. I'm still outraged. You know, if they convict those guys that were doing things on January 6th of being terrorists, which I don't think that title even applies, but nevertheless, if they do, fine. Then give them whatever the penalty is but you don't keep them in solitary confinement and and basically torturing them that way on United States soil as if they were not citizens and as if they were uh, enemy combatants in Gitmo. What the hell is going on? Can I say hell, Steve? What the hell is going on? I'm sorry he was going to cut me off, but I, mean, I, cut, I, I saved myself. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, uh, the point is, what is going on? What is going on with this country? Anyway, I want to get back to the Congo and all these minerals in a minute, but let, let's go, Francis. What do you got to say about any any of these subjects? Let's
1: just, let's just take it a little bit high level. The, the, the unifiers for all of us in this country that have been traditional have been God, family, and country.
0: Regardless of color.
1: Regardless of color. And we spend a lot of time in this country talking about all the things that are different about us. And if you don't recognize the differences, then you're not recognizing the individual. And gosh forbid that we talk about God, family, and country, which unifies everybody. If Trump comes out and says, hey, uh, we're going to do some patriotic things, Oh, you're a nationalist, you're a this, you're a that. Every time someone wants to talk about God...
0: Well, you can't even say you're a nationalist. They equate that to being a white supremacist. I don't even understand that.
1: Well, That's what I'm getting if at. If
0: I say I'm for the United States of America, I think that equates to nationalists. It has not a damn thing to do about... Can I say damn, Steve? My, my,
1: my, my, my point, Frank, to you is this. The unifiers for all of us are God, family, and country. And when you have three unifiers that the media attacks all the time and wants to discuss not the not the unifiers, but the dividers, what will make us strong, what will allow us to overcome the swamp is if we, you know, if, if we, if we when we're
0: seeing it with the mama bears. That's correct. And we're seeing this grassroots movement.
1: But my point of it is the left fears the American people. They fear us becoming one voice one unified voice, and fighting back. And they're
0: driving us to it, I'm telling you, because I see it among, among uh, certainly among the black community, among the white community, among the Latino community, that people are saying oh, we may have differences, but we are not uh, up for destroying the United States. We are not up for uh, disarming our police. We are not up for... Teaching our children how to hate one another, we are not up for punishing uh, current generations of white people for what happened 500 years ago. We are, and we are not up for telling black people they have to do that uh, because they can't excel excel in this society. In a society in which, in which black people are maybe 11 to 13% of the population the last numbers that i kind of saw they might might vary there but that's roughly it in which they have uh, black people have excelled in all kinds of ways medicine law the uh, judges uh, uh business, uh, business t- two terms as president of the united states uh if if we if we're some kind of a bigoted racial country that hates all all people of color? Well, then somebody ought to get these people new glasses because they're, they're not seeing color when they're voting. And, you know, uh, it, it's outrageous. And they're doing this as a systematic attempt, just like with the minerals, to destroy the country. And they're using that on a social level to do it. This is not unplanned. It's been going on for 20, 30 years. In fact, I may even talk about Cardinal Vignano, which is I've talked about in other shows. But we're taking a break. After we come back, we'll hit that. The voice of Texas, AM 700, KSEV. I kind of thought I was getting a little bit buzzed, but I think I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. But then as I was driving, I could feel myself being more and more drunk than I was when I sat in the car. Having to be put in the handcuffs and having to be taken into a holding cell and all that kind of stuff, it's like a dehumanizing experience. You end up having to pay money, you have to do community service. If I had to tally all of it, it was probably close
3: to about 10, 15 grand that it cost. It was just a mess, like all of it. Drinking and driving isn't worth the cost. Get a sober ride. Ride, sponsored by the texas department of transportation
1: this is harlan pickett my friends at fessa believe in the old saying what goes around comes around by helping people at no cost to them many times they can retire earlier than expected with an income they cannot outlive go FESA at gofessa.com we help americans retire
2: what's worse than a roof that leaks a roof that leaks after you've spent hundreds of dollars to repair it this is Deb Tejada from Tejas Roofing and Contracting, Houston's number one roofing and contracting company.
1: We get calls all the time from people who have used fly-by-night contractors to repair their storm damage. They spend a day on the roof, collect your money, and you never hear from them again.
2: And the roof still leaks. Why put yourself through that? Use a contractor with a verifiable history of experience. Tejas Roofing and Contracting, a rated by the BBB, certified master elite contractors with GAF.
1: Our experienced crews have been working together, repairing and replacing roofs in Houston for over 37 years. This work is top-notch, and the roof won't leak. The cleanup is second to none. You won't even know we've been there.
2: Go to TejasRoofing.com or call us at 281-251-0304. When you need roofing repairs, a new roof, or remodeling, call us at Tejas Roofing. 281-251-0304.
1: Ask the Experts, hear local business experts starting with Avatar Home Health and Hospice Care at noon, followed by various fields like estate planning, tax, financial insurance and more. Sundays, noon to two, here on AM 700 KSEV. Phone lines are open now, call 281-558-5738,
0: that's 281-558-KSEV. Last dash of the place. Just one thing you always find. You gotta saddle up your horse, you gotta draw a hard line. When well, the gun Some smoke, smoke settles, settles, we'll sing a victory tour and we'll all be back at the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces sing whiskey for my whiskey man, beer for my, my horses. horses.
3: Singing with you for my name, before
0: my. Horses. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> anyway, we were just talking about this um, on the break. Let's go back to what I started the show up talking about, which was, again, this question of the dismantling of the United States. Now, we've talked about this on the social issues. We've talked about Cardinal Vignano, Cardinal Vignano, and I know. Whenever I use the, the term cardinal or something like that, there's a lot of people who say we don't want to hear about the higher structure of the Catholic Church, blah 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 blah. I'm not talking about that, but he has been an, he had been the papal nuncio, an ambassador to the United States. He understands our country very well, and he loves America. And there are a lot of conservative uh, prelates that are that are in the Catholic Church that understand the value of freedom. And Vignano has been talking out before Trump even got elected on these issues. And he spoke out recently saying there has to be a united front of if people in the world against the globalists who are destroying the world. Because I talked about this two years ago, this subject, where I said, and we were talking about it on the break, The concept, and keep this in mind, ladies and gentlemen, the concept is to create a World Inc., okay, where you have money centers, you have resource centers, and you have manufacturing centers, or I call them labor centers. Well, China was set up originally as a labor center, but as they got richer and richer, they've encroached now onto the resource centers. So they're going to dominate both manufacturing, which they do, and resources, but the problem is, And this is why they got to take out the United States of America. They don't have the resources themselves. They do not have oil and gas. So they have to create new resources, which are the oil and gas of the future. Lithium, where they said Afghanistan may be the Saudi Arabia of the future in terms of its importance in politics. The Congo, which is talking about... uh, the cobalt mines, okay, where Francis Riley pulled up some statistics for me while I was talking, and, and what, was it 80%? Yeah,
1: 70% of the world's capacity of reserves is in is in the Congo.
0: Right, and the next closest one was Russia at like 6% or something or less than yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it was some ridiculous number, but the point is, the point is, so you got now the merging of the manufacturing center of the world, which you have to admit is China. I mean, Trump was trying to bring back uh, manufacturing to the United States. And Obama made fun of him. What are you going to do, wave a magic wand? No. What you're going to do is just say no and put tariffs on all that stuff, I'm going to say, instead of more <laughs> some other word that I might get cut off on. Anyway, the point in, uh, all that Adam shift that, 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 that they shipped to us. Uh, <laughs> that was a play on words. Anyway, uh, all of that. Uh, instead of getting it from China, we can make it right here in the United States of America. okay? We can make it all in the United States of America. And the point is, what was the point in making it in China? The point originally was politically to build up their middle class so that they would be not they would create a market for our American companies. Instead, what they did was build up China and now dictate policy to our American companies. I think one of the one of the greatest heroes for this year, as we come to an end of this year, which is you know coming soon, uh, is that the fellow from the Boston Celtics, the basketball player from Turkey, who basically stood up and said no to Nike and is calling out Nike and these other companies for essentially supporting slave labor while they uh, produce their product. And they pander their slogans around the world uh, while they're basically working for a country that's committing genocide. I, I don't even know how we can, and, and our athletes, I don't understand how our athletes at the Olympics who, you know, should have good hearts because they're they're great athletes and they do have good hearts. But I don't know that they should even want to show up for the Chinese Olympics given what's going on in China. They should say, we're not going the athletes should say, we're the, co- the government shouldn't say, uh, you, we're boycotting the Olympics. The athletes, like this fellow who played for the Celtics, should be saying, we're not going to China because we're liberal athletes. Liberal, liberal, the word from liberta, the word from freedom. We are athletes that believe in freedom, which allowed us to become representatives of the United States as athletes. We are not going to China, by the way. Mr. Government of the United States, hey, Uncle Sam, we ain't going to compete because you're siding with and you're basically giving a blessing to a country that is involved in genocide in the modern age and we turned a blind eye. I mean, look, I don't know. I mean, for all I know, the Uyghurs may hate the United States. I don't really know what their policies are. But I can tell you this, I don't believe in genocide of people just because they have a different religion. I don't believe in genocide of people because they have a different color. I don't believe in genocide of people for any reason. I mean, that's like going to the uh, Olympics to when uh, Hitler had them over in Germany. <clears throat> and, our, and our black athletes won some of the events and embarrassed the hell out of Hitler. Well, maybe we could do that with China. But, you know, that didn't change Hitler from still uh, trying to eradicate the Jews. And it isn't going to change China from eradicating the Uyghurs just because we win some swimming events and we look good on the podium over in China. For all I know, our athletes, the way I've seen some of them, like the female basketball, I mean, uh, soccer team, they, they'll, 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 they'll embrace China and they'll say how the United States is a horrible country, which will only embolden China more. The point is they should stand up and say no. I realize that they're, they'd be sacrificing something, but they may be gaining something. And they should do that all around the world, which is where Cardinal Vignano was going. He didn't talk about the Olympics, but in his uh, writing, he talked about how the uh, people all around the world are experiencing this. I mean, look at look at what has happened as a result of the China virus in Australia. They basically told, turned into a totalitarian state. They are quarantining people without vaccinations. That's, that, that, that's the newest policy. Same. I mean, Canada is is also very totalitarian about it. I mean, if you're not vaccinated, you can't participate in even uh, outside certain social events, like speaking at a microphone where only the vaccinated can speak at the microphone. What ridiculousness. We now have another variant in South Africa. How many variants are we going to have? A 10,000 variants and everybody's got to keep getting shot up with some, some, uh, uh, jab that we don't even know what the effects are especially with all the boosters upon the original shot we don't know uh, i mean i mean i'm not against medicine but i'm not against fan i am against fantasy medicine and i just don't know and when i don't know i don't make a decision on something i don't know and here we know that the that this this personally i think this was a biological weapon that might have escaped or maybe was let out I don't know because of course it is if you're manufacturing it in the lab it's a it can be it can be used as a biological weapon or it can be used for scientific purposes but of course we want to believe his lordship Dr Fauci who basically you know wanted to you know, torture beagles with, uh, and, and take out their larynx, torture them with sand flies for whatever absurd experiment he was doing there. If he does that to beagles, imagine what he do, does to human beings. I don't know. We're experiencing it right now. I told you, one person asked me, you know, you've never been in a lab. How can you even have any opinions on this? I said, I live in a lab. It's called the United States of America. And they're watching how all of us react to all of this that's going on. And that was not by accident either. Do you not understand that all of this is is not by accident? Connect the dots. The push for the Green New Deal to destroy American independence in the energy sector, which is basically what drives the world, which drives the power in the world. The the situation with uh with COVID, the situation <coughs> with regard to social issues, all of these things are tied together with the one goal of of taking away the United States of America as a leading nation in the world and dismantling it piece by piece, limb by limb. We're seeing it going on in our face. And often you all call me and say, what can I do? You're doing it. I'm seeing it in the local communities, the local cities, Democrats and Republicans coming together. You start hearing it even among, you know, so-called liberals that many of you on this channel wouldn't even listen to, like Bill Maher, okay? I mean, he's even questioning what's going on. Uh, James Carville, uh, I mean, all of them are questioning what's going on because what made the United States a functioning country was the notion of a common good. You can take that all the way back to Thomas Paine. He talked about the common good. And here they had common notion of, of, of belief in God. They had a common notion and belief in certain principles manifested in the Constitution, which you see, which manifested in the Bill of Rights, which you see, va- manifested in the amendments to the Constitution, which have been implemented, and manifested in our system of justice. There was a notion of a common good. When you start talking about dismantling all of that, and they start with dismantling our historical figures, uh, you know, some of them were good, and but they're human beings. They all were good and bad. I, want, I dare any one of these people that are doing that to stand up and actually, as if they were at an AA meeting, stand up and say, this is what I've done good and this is what I've done bad for the world to see. These public and historical figures are basically scrutinized over all this period of time, and and their lives scrutinized to find out things that we might consider bad, inappropriate, by our standards of today. We're not even judging them by the standards of the time they lived in. By the standards of the time they lived in, they were probably deemed to be radically liberal. What do you have to say?
1: Well, I gonna I'm going to say sorry, a couple, a couple of things. You know, it, it's it's absolutely absurd. You know, the, the United Nations recognizes 193 countries. Um, all 193 countries are represented by the United States. To say that the United States, who has every single country voiced in the world, is a racist nation, is absolutely absurd. It, it is ridiculous. So let's just let's just get that on the table. We're a faith-based nation. I know President Obama said we're not a Christian nation. You know what? He was wrong. We are a Judeo-Christian nation that's in our roots. It's in our founding documents, and that's who we are. And in, and But
0: here's the beauty of this nation, Francis. You don't have to be uh, Jewish or Christian in this country in order to have your beliefs. You can be an agnostic. You can be an atheist. You can be... Uh, a shinto you can be uh, a hindu All of you can be a muslim you can be whatever but what, what you shouldn't be is is because you are not necessarily someone who was part of the original tradition of the United States you what you sh- what you shouldn't be is wanting to tear the country down because the very country and you don't and most people don't the Muslims that I know embrace the country. The, 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 the uh, All the colors that I know embrace the country. All Everybody embraces the country except for this radical minority which is trying to destroy it. And they got mouths bigger than anybody else. And uh, it's bought off on by the corrupt politicians who are getting greased by the Chinese in order to do this. To do this to us. It's a conscious, intentional act. And I asked this jury on this radio station to rule for the United States of America and to convict them, and to convict them at the ballot box. I Get out there at the ballot box and also fix the ballot boxes. And I don't mean corrupt them, make them honest. So I asked that this jury find that they're convicted of, of, of betraying the United States of America and to go out and elect a slate of people that support the United States of America and I don't care whether they're Democrats or Republicans, because there are good people on both sides of the parties. If you can find them, both parties are corrupted at the top. That's why Trump had to go. And I think Steve's telling me I got to go. Am I, <laughs> am I going, Steve? Are you pulling the hook on me? Almost. I got a little bit of time. Francis, wrap it up, baby. No, I, I,
1: you're 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 spot on, Frank. You know the the, the D.C. elite. The ruling class has declared war on the American people, and it's high time the American people say, "Okay, we understand it, and we're going to fight back."
0: Yeah, well, and, and they are fighting back, and and like I said before, we're being led by the mama bears because at the end of the day, women are the strongest at, at, in terms of like standing up and doing this, and they're leading us. Thank you.
1: Have a great weekend. A great,
0: weekend. A great weekend. Happy Thanksgiving. Here we come, the
1: You are listening to Frankly Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 PM on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host Frank Spagnoletti.